Uh, hello, everybody. It is Saturday, September 7th, and we are Symposedon. I'm Jared. The year of our Lord. Let's see if we can mop up some of this sticky content off the floor and repurpose it. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to need a bigger bucket. <laughs> Get the third mop. <laughs> the third mop. <laughs> that shit's on the ceiling in the corner. <laughs> Yeah, boss, I tried to mop the mop the bathroom, but the mop just kind of stuck to it. Got any of that industrial degreaser? You ever had a broom glue itself to the floor? <laughs> <laughs> that shit sucks. Listen up, son, the world's covered in shit. You're either the mop or you're the bucket. <laughs> <laughs> but, but ripstick, what does that mean? Come on. <laughs> come out, come out! <laughs> hey! Are you okay? When was the last time there was one of those, like, toxically masculine action heroes? Uh, ooh. A real, like, Brock Samson type, because... Dude, Rainbow 4 is out. Uh, 5. Or 5. Yeah, shit, that's right, 5. Yeah, 4 was rough. <laughs> Rambo versus MS-13. <laughs> 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 hey, hey, Rambo, you have it. Yeah, Nancy Pelosi. Donde esa mi cheque, señor Soros? I got your check right here. It's gonna be such dog shit. I see Rocky in the bodega, and he had a gun. Colonel, they got something called a bodega. I think it's some kind of weapon. <laughs> <laughs> If they got a bodega, they could have anything. I'll bet Schwarzenegger, or uh, I'll bet Stallone actually sucks to hang out with. I can't imagine he's fun. I mean, his brother is like a super big Trump guy. And it's weird because his brother just looks like the uh, the dollar store Chinese knockoff of Yeah, he looks him. like a fucking discount sly. <laughs> it's... It's very similar. It's a very Corey Carey Booker situation. Yeah, Frank, that's a, <laughs> Frank sucks. Frank Stallone. Fucking magical man. <laughs> Fuck off, Frank. The adults are Imagine talking. Imagine pretending to be relevant. <laughs> when your brother is fucking Rocky. It <laughs> Rocky does the fusion dance with Polly, and you get Frank Stallone. <laughs> like, Polly Shore. Nah, Polly. The uh, Adrian's Pauly. brother, Paulie. Oh, ah, oh, brother Paulie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Paulie. It's also why, and I've you busted. I will stick to this. They went ahead and just killed him off off screen between Rocky Five and Rocky Balboa, which is why I think Rocky Balboa should be known as the Polly Exclusion Principle. <laughs> Polly's lament. <laughs> Rocky Seven <Rough>. Cyber Polly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Real Steel 2, Polly's back, baby. Polly's. <laughs> Hugh Jackman, you must pilot my robo stepbrother into the boxing ring. <laughs> <laughs> you just my brother in law. Now you're my brother in heart. <laughs> Roy, that may be the case, but I'm part of them, so let's win this thing, eh? <laughs> God damn. <laughs> Hugh Jackman's got the most bizarre movie career. Truly. Because it. It was basic. It's basically like Wolverine and musicals. Yeah, that's by and large. That sounds like a great career. I would love to do that. Basically, yeah, I they, mean, what do you actually wants to do? And the paychecks. It's brilliant. It's just the smart <laughs> money, man. I mean, and then you get the weird. Like he did. Let's see. What What are his movies that are not musicals and not X Men? He did. He did a movie just called Australia with Nicole Kidman. That's ridiculous. <laughs> um. I bet it is. It's it's kind of just, it's it's one of those like romping adventure movies, very similar to like a Jumanji or uh, Indiana Jones type thing. Oh, gotcha. Uh, oh, was wasn't he the one in Swordfish? Wasn't he the hacker? I th shit. I have seen one scene of Swordfish in like the last twenty years. That movie's fucking amazing. John Travolta is supposed to be like a terrorist, which he actually does a pretty good job. But the whole thing is about like. He kidnaps a hacker's girlfriend and forces him to hack for him. But then the guy hacks harder to get revenge. Like, 
Oh, and he was uh, Van Helsing. Hack 2. Oh, shit. Was, that's right. But he wasn't Van... Cause, no, wasn't that Aaron Eckert? Yeah, but he was in... He he played... He was uh, in Van Helsing. Dr. Osmond, I think? I don't remember. He had a major part. Yeah, yeah. He was he was a major supporting actor in that. Uh, fair enough. I will say this. You could name literally any character from that movie other than Van Helsing, and I'm not going to know who you're talking about. Oh, hey, yeah, here's a shitty true. movie that I will definitely go to bat for. In that same vein, The Brothers Grimm, that movie sucks, but I fucking love it. It spawned a whole bunch of garbage babies, too. Like, both knockoffs and series and miniseries. There were two concurrent television shows <laughs> that were all, like, the whole fairy... Because Fables, or what, Saga, that one comic kind of kicked the whole thing off. Oh, the, like, yeah, and then on TV, what, there was Once Upon a Time, which was doing... Once Upon a Time, there was Fables... There was another one, uh, yeah, another one on network. I think it was the Brothers Grimm or something. <laughs> Man, they just went all in on that shit. Hey, this is public domain. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Fuck and man. then they brought in, like, modern Disney princesses and well, shit. Well, Once Upon a Time could do that because it's on ABC. That's right. That was the other one. Man, if copyright law wasn't fucked, Spider-Man would be public domain right now. Yeah, that would kick ass. Yeah, that would rule. I want to see angry German Antifa Spider-Man. Spider-Man and everything. I'll show you the Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's actually a good reason to get stuck to a floor. Yo, any of y'all motherfuckers played the Spider-Man game? Uh, the PS2 one, not the, the PS4 one. The PS2 one was amazing. I mean the new one. I don't have a PS4, but I think there's finally enough stuff on there that I'm going to wind up buying one. Spider-Man and Kingdom Hearts 3 are the big ones, and then Final Fantasy VII Remake is coming out. Yeah, I sort of want to play God of War. Oh, and Death Stranding. Death Stranding is still PS4 exclusive at this point. It'll, it's coming out on PC. Bloodborne is going to be, like, until the end of time, a fucking PS4 exclusive. Yeah, that one's not going anywhere. Man, the little bit of that that I played made me, number one, get Souls finally, and number two, realize yeah. that, no, the other Souls games do kind of suck, and Bloodborne rules. Yeah, Bloodborne fucking ruled for, like, a little bit of time before my shit got deleted. It was an absolute blast, because there was, you know, like, in, in Samurai Showdown these days, you lose a meter if you take a swing, so there's, like, an ebb and flow to battle, and the ebb and flow to battle in Bloodborne is kill, 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 right now, kill. Active defenses rule. Yeah. The best defense is a good offense, so if you get hit, you better start slicing away, because that refills your life from the last hit you took. I mean, that's why Revengeance was so good. Shit, yes. How do you block? You don't. You just attack at the right time. Yeah, you parry. <laughs> you don't block shit. You're better at par you're better at deflecting attacks than you are at dodging them in that game. And I think had that controlled match you guys were talking about because, like, Jared, you just got back into near. Yes. Uh, yes, correct. We were talking earlier about uh, I don't know, but like controls in these fucking character action games and how they're just. I didn't know I was describing exactly what you meant by controlled matching with halfway between Dynasty Warriors and something more precision. The combat in near just. Something of it doesn't feel great to me. Uh, it's it's a little floaty, and things don't react like they should whenever you hit them. Yeah, uh, things are kind of chunky. Especially on the dodge attacks. It's like, whenever I think it should do a pop-up, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's little things like that. So, and a lot of the time, like, if, if you get yourself in a pickle, you just run around and hold your gun button until the thing dies. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I do like that. There's a gun button though. Perfectly yeah, valid. Yeah. I mean, yes. I would I would call easy mode on that game is you just run around and hold R one until everything's dead. <laughs> I mean, it works. It, it's a viable strategy. There are ways to play it. Yeah, it, it's functionally just as effective as doing anything else, which is fine. I'm I'm glad that I could just have a robot do everything for me. Play it your way. Like I came onto it right off of uh, Bayonetta two. Oh, so I was, I was all about chopping shit. Yeah, that thing really opens up, though, after uh, past the first ending, which you said you were coming up on, like, or feel like you're coming up on. Yeah, and this is, I guess, a larger point about the, like, in terms of pacing, I feel like fast travel does not open up fast enough in that game. No, no, True. it does not. Because I, I had actually set it down for, like, a good two months because I was just getting sick of having to walk forever to get to individual places. Then, like, just, just this past weekend, on, on like, Saturday evening, I pick up the game, and I played for, like, maybe 45 minutes, and then Fast Travel unlocked, and it was just Game Changer. Like, it's like, How oh, I'm enjoying you. Uh, quite a bit, because I was like, <laughs> like, oh, so you mean I was, like, half an hour away from... 
uh, alleviating the thing that was making me not enjoy the game. <laughs> I mean, water under the bridge, but it's also like, so that could have been designed better, but okay. You, you got me, Yoko. Yoko-san. <laughs> what kind of asshole designs this game where players feel like, God damn it, all I want is fucking fast travel, and then makes you go another hour and a half before you hit it? <laughs> well, especially and like... hides it behind story. You're, you're finding the fast travel points as you go through, and you just can't use them. Yeah, that's such a dick tickle. That is such a tease. <laughs> Weird-looking vending machines. <laughs> Yeah, I'll have a soda and a consciousness transfer, please. Yeah, just put me in another body somewhere else. It's fine. Thanks. Yeah, let me get the sexy murder bot and uh, some Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. Nutter Butters. Little Debbie. <laughs> Man, I haven't had a Little Debbie anything in a long time. I have been gorging on the zebra cakes of video games, though. I uh, I did get oh, into WoW guaranteed. Classic again because, oh, oh. You know, I still have a life, and I'm approaching it differently this time in that I'm not an <laughs> undergrad and have responsibilities and a family, so two hours is plenty <laughs> enough. Nice. Seems like people are pretty happy with it, save for, like, queue times and whatnot. Uh, yeah, well, the queue times are only an issue on a handful of servers that they are in the middle of actively, like, whenever you log into one of, a, like, one of the servers that is over full... It shows your queue time like normal, and there is a big red button on screen that says, you can transfer your character to a less populated server for free right now if you want to. For free? That's cool. Yeah, so they are very actively shunting players away from the overpopulated ones to lesser populated servers. Uh, My server is one of them. Uh, One of the ones that is way, way, way too heavy. So uh, hopefully enough people will say fuck this to the queues and bail so my very band of assholes can continue doing what we do without having to coordinate moving 600 people to a new server. I don't know if that qualifies as a band anymore. Yeah, I don't know what that that's, is. That's a slew. That, it's uh, a, a murder of assholes. It is a squad is what it is. It is a very a specific squad. kind of squad. <laughs> a congress of dickheads. <laughs> a congress of dickheads, yes. <laughs> Gonna be rough. I haven't played a whole lot. Like, my girlfriend came over and we played a little bit of Kirby. That was a dumb blast. Because Kirby on Switch is just utterly, it is the shit. It is just a a big, dumb, fun time. Is that the new one that came out the day of the Direct? Not that I'm aware of. It's the one where you can, like, get four friends. Like, four players all together. Yeah, he's he's talking about the older one, the one from last year. Oh, yeah, the one where you can actually play as, like, Meta Knight and Waddle Dee and all that stuff. Yeah. You can play as Marks. So because of course, <laughs> oh, go on. Mark, you say? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me that son of a bitch! And then he opens up black holes and shits lightning everywhere. Cool. It was a really good boss fight, Smash Brothers. Oh man, it, hell yeah, it, it was. was. It was cool to see that that guy pop up after what twenty? When did yeah. Kirby Superstar come out? Ninety uh, five. Jesus, we're old as shit. Yeah, I appreciate the, the dichotomy of the red and blue in Marx's character design representing uh, dialectical materialism. That's uh, a deep cut on <laughs> on the Kirby developers' parts. I think I finally had my uh, my apotheosis for being old in video games yeah, last <laughs> night. So I was doing a raid in FF14, and people in the uh, in the shout chat started talking about Oingo Boingo. I started making you know jokes about you know, Beetlejuice and whatnot. They had no clue there was a band. They were talking about JoJo. Ouch. <laughs> and it was just like, I, I, I am in this moment. I am a boomer. <laughs> <laughs> Hold your can of monster and your weirdly shaped balding head. <laughs> Hold it high, though. Yeah, stand proud with that trucker cap and no t-shirt. <laughs> well, the stands were kind of the problem, you see. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah on that nintendo direct uh let's see they, yeah they showed a new kirby it's like a boss it's all boss battles like you and three friends just take on giant enemies there there aren't stages it looks uh kind of interesting that fucking rules yeah there's like a kirby character select where you choose your powers going into the fight yeah which that was kind of weird i guess i didn't see anything in the trailer but i don't think there's copy mechanics like you you just equip yourself Oh wow! So it's it's just um, how labs, you know, beat them up, go nuts, boss rush. Yeah, well, it, I, it looks fun. I I would play the shit out of that. I really like boss rush games. 
It seems like something they could have just tacked on, like, as DLC to Kirby Dream Friends or wherever the fuck. Because it has a shitload of post-game content anyway. I'm sure it's built on recycled tech. I mean, I'm sure that game runs on the same skeleton as, as their other Kirby games. Yeah, and it's, it's a download-only game that just was, like, announced and, like, it's out now! Hooray! Those are always fun surprises, too. That seems to be a, like, Nintendo standard thing now is they always have something that it, they have some surprise that is available now with every Direct. I like that. Little pleasant surprises. I, I appreciate it when my corporate overlords entertain me in that way. Put it in my veins. <laughs> I'm, I'm eating my bread and suddenly there's a new circus. They're telling me about other circuses, but the one is here right now. All in all, though, the, the Direct was very uh, cut and dry. I think about half of it was just talking about the new Pokemon and the new Animal Crossing. Yeah, but but also Deadly Premonition 2 in 2019. <laughs> and, and like, re-releasing Deadly Premonition 1 on Switch. <laughs> what the fuck? Physical copies and download, holy Christ. You, why did, they're re-releasing it as Deadly Premonition Origins, and it's like, okay, is, <laughs> is anybody really confused about which one was the first one? Of these two games? <laughs> I mean, I would wager that, like, there are a lot of people that own video, like, that have credit cards that were not alive when the first Deadly Premonition came out. God, no, you're shitting me. I mean, that game was what, 2005? No, no way. Fight me, motherfucker. Wasn't it on PS2? 2010. Was like- 2010. 2010, okay. It was an Xbox 360 game. I was thinking it was PS2 for some reason. And so was I, in all fairness. How has it stayed so relevant for so long, man? I swear to God I saw videos about it, like, just a year or two ago. I think that has more to do with your YouTube recommendations than whether or not it's actually relevant. <laughs> yeah, it's more cult classic. Like, even amongst people, like... That's fair enough. Like, I'm not going to say gamer. People that enjoy video games, most people have not heard of Dead... Or at least have not played Deadly Premonition. Truth. Like, I heard that, and my mind immediately jumped to Fahrenheit for a second, and I was like, no, oh, no, yeah. that's not it. Fahrenheit? It's one of, <laughs> it's one of David, uh, oh. Indigo Prophecy, it's one of David Cage's old games. Uh, I have, wait, was, was Premonition David Cage? No. Okay, no, I didn't think so. I, I've never played any of his games, and they just look like garbage. I can't tell what type of jank, because you guys know there's a, there's specific, like, Euro jank. To a lot of, like, weird games, yeah. like, uh, Gothic 2 and stuff. And that's not... I don't know if that's what's present in Deadly Premonition. The dollar bin Japanese games, like the simple 800 series or whatever sort of jank. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, it's a it's a specific... Like, it, it is a very idiosyncratic kind of jank. Very, very much its own. Its own brand of fucking disaster piece. Well, it's the same kind of jank that was in, like, Resident Evil 1 and 2. It wasn't nearly as pronounced in those games, but it's the same kind of jank. Okay. They they had not yet ironed out exactly how those games are supposed to play. <laughs> yeah. The move that, the move to 3D was graceless in certain ways. Yes. <laughs> there there were stumbles. You know the thing is though we say that and then like look back at Mario 64, that game like had the best 3D platformer controls of any fucking 3D platformer for like 15 years after it came out. Easily. They, the, the only game that had better was like, okay, Ape Escape was the only thing that even came remotely close. No. No, fight me. Ape Escape was good. Yeah, Ape Escape was good. It didn't control as well as Mario 64. I might just have incredibly rose-colored memories. But yeah, to, to knock it out of the park like that, first try. Wow. It is insane how Astounding. often Nintendo does that. Because they also, their first open world game was Breath of the Wild. And Jesus. Jesus Christ. What a game. Functionally endless. Like, there's just, there's shit everywhere. It's non-stop. That's why Nintendo never ceases to impress me. And why I'm convinced that they're still, like, as relevant as a company as they are this far into, uh, into video games. Is that they consistently manage to just do new things in ways that feel like they know exactly what they're doing. The perfect sort of thematic upgrades to their flagship series that keep people coming back into them. Like, they're they're somehow masters of that. And when they know, and, and they're honest enough that, like, if they see something that's going to be c- complete garbage, uh, they fix it. Hence, Metroid Prime 4 is, like, back into development. Yeah, the, it, it got taken back into the shop again. <laughs> I really want to know, like, what? What was not firming up in such a way where they just basically bend the project? Well, it's FF7 remakes in the same boat, where 
they took it back into the shop. Stripped it back to first principles and are like, okay, we're going to try this again. Like, because we can't fuck this one up. Metroid Prime seems like a little bit of a different situation. Just because if, I think they know, if they screw up Prime 4, that's death of the franchise. It, yeah. Yeah, that's over. After, um, after, after the shit with uh, Team Ninja. Yeah. And the uh, the remake of 2 that they made that wasn't as good as the fan remake that came out the week before. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the timing on those is still, like, Incredible I cannot believe astounding. that that happened. AM2R drops three days later, they announce <laughs> the fucking remake on TS, or on 3DS. <laughs> My tinfoil hat makes me think, like, oh yeah, they pushed up the announcement because of that. But with the with when that released, no, that had to have just been coincidence. Yeah, it really forced their hand. I I feel like in a lot of ways, and that remake, like it's not, it's not even an awful game. It's not good. Like it's, I I would say it is a middling video game. That's an okay Metroid game. But AM2R is just better in every way. Which it got taken down all over the place. So uh, if you need a copy of it, I guess you're fucked. So I'm gonna try and like pirate off of other people. Dude, no, it, it, it it's, first it's, off, it's on the internet. It's around. It's on the pirate it's, bay. That's Second fair. off, many, many, many people have it on their hard drives. It's not hard to get a copy. Hell yeah! I, I guess that means the time to play it is what I need more than uh, than the actual copy of it. Yeah, it's six hours well spent. Oh, okay, cool video game. Really, really good Metroid game. Bitchin'. Uh, it's Metroid 4 was super linear, so I want to see something that's more classic. Never play Fusion, always play Zero Mission. That's my opinion. Yes, true. You speak to true true. Uh, there's, there's room for all of them. I like Fusion. Yeah, I replayed it until Fusion. Argo. It is still in the bottom half of Metroid games for me. Fusion felt like, uh, you know, in a beat-em-up where you cleared the screen and then there's like a constant fucking arrow poking, poking at you to tell you where to go. That's what the entire game felt like for me. I just didn't like the way the hits felt in it. That's another fair criticism. It just it felt like it had no impact. And I think that was more a symptom of it being an early GBA game than anything else. Yeah. But anyways, uh, what else came out of that direct? Uh, so, I find it very funny that a new character got announced for Smash, but what people are freaking out over is a costume for Sans from Undertale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, Sans Undertale is fantastic, and I'm really, really glad that he made it into the game in some way, shape, or form. That creator deserves everything. He got music, you know? Like, that's that's what matters, is there's a Sans costume, which, okay, that's fine, and there's a there's a track that comes with it. So, Sans, I would say, is in Smash in one way or another. And it's a good-ass time. A very large number of people are going to buy that pack just to get Megalovania in the game. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> now, Megalovania fucking slaps. Megalovania in every in like in every incarnation essentially has been a, a an absolute joy to listen to. Wasn't Undertale made by like two guys? It was Toby Fox with a small amount of help from a number of people on little things here and there. So in essence, it was Toby Fox with a handful of extras. Props. It's it's a lot like Zune. Yeah. Doing the two who's. And then have you guys played the Delta Rune demo? I have not. Oh, so it's a demo that wasn't a full release? No, nah, it's it's just, like, the first chunk of the game. And it's cool. I like what I've seen. But he's also said, like, man, I don't know if I can keep doing this. Yeah, I watched an LP of it. I, I know there's a secret boss where you fight his cat. Yeah, it's a, it's a cool game. Uh, I, I like what they're doing. And as a mechanical extension of Undertale, it sure works. Also, it, creating anything popular comes with the danger of having to put up with the fandom, like interacting with them a lot. Undertale fandom sure does suck. Does it? I I don't know. Is it is it one of those things where like people just say the same jokes over and over again, or what? Uh, it's not that bad, but it's a lot of the homestuck people from Tumblr, and uh, I prefer not to engage with those people. There we go. That's the nicest way I can put it. People that write 10-paragraph blog posts about how this one side character in one town really encapsulates the relationship with me and my dad. Yeah, that kind of <laughs> shit. An endless source of, like, wiki-groaning articles, but as forum posts and tweets. Yeah, not the Steven Universe fandom, but close. <laughs> Never use the internet as your therapist. Ever. Never use the internet. <laughs> the advice. internet makes you stupid. <laughs> yeah, never, ever use the internet. Just... <laughs> Just log off forever. 
Now, show yourself, coward. I will never log back do what on. I, do what I say, not what I do. <laughs> I have a condition that renders me unable to log has, off. Uh, has anybody tried out Banjo and Smash yet? I have not. I haven't fired up Smash in a little while. Me neither. I left it in the system until I popped it out to play Curry. <laughs> or Tetris, man. I played a fuckload of Tetris. Oh, I, I had completely forgotten that cards exist for the Switch. Because I downloaded everything. <laughs> It's basically like Zelda lives in my Switch. That's the one physical card I own, and probably the only one I will ever own. I feel so spoiled by PC games. I guess I did play Cook Serve Delicious. That's still a cool game. Mega fun. Is that like Overcooked? or? It is a spiritual successor to Ore no Riori. Sounds good to me. I am the chef. <laughs> you, you are the chef. Yeah, uh, it has a uh, co-op mode. I've been playing with my wife. It's a really fun video game for that and really good for people that are not great with controllers because she she likes video games well enough. She just didn't really have a lot of controller typey stuff growing up. Like if you if you beat eggs, do you like whirl around the Joy-Con? Uh, this is on PC, but yeah. Um, oh. It's mostly just like hold R, hit B, hold L, hit A. It works, and it there's a one-to-one... Like a typing trainer. Yeah, there, there's a one-to-one of, like, what's going on on screen to what you're doing with the controller. So, exactly. It works like, It works for the same reason that Wii Bowling works. It feels like it looks... Exactly. Exactly. There's no abstraction. My family lost their shit about Wii Bowling and Wii Golf. When that thing came out, that, was, that Christmas was lit as hell. <laughs> hell yeah. Actual golfers laying it up and just having a, a fucking blast. Man, when are they going to put out a new Mario Golf? Well, they've messed up the last tennis, so let's maybe hold off Aww. on that one. Oh, no, did the did the new tennis suck? Uh, I haven't personally played it, but apparently it's really bad. Oh, no. It is a shame. Like, I don't know what it is, because they added, like, super moves and stuff. It's kind of weird. It seems like the individual features all seem to be good, but the whole package just kind of falls flat. And th- there's not a lot of content it. to it either. Ah. Which kind of sucks, because, like, those Mario sports games, traditionally, they have, like, really great uh, single-player modes. Yeah, they do. Mario Soccer was was fucking incredible, like, back on the GameCube and stuff. It felt like the art looked. The baseball, like, Mario Baseball was fantastic. But now this new Mario Tennis is the reason that Waluigi will never be in Smash. Waluigi is the real reason Waluigi will never be in Smash, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) No, I... I'm keeping the hope alive. I think that will be their their final like the the end of life for Smash will be Waluigi. <laughs> full the character. last thing before the next generation. Sakurai actually says, "Never ask me for anything ever again." <laughs> oh man, Tekken Seven. Like I I got back into that because I just released a bunch of patch notes for the new thing coming out in two days. The the guy at the head of that Harada just has a shirt that says, "Don't ask me for shit." Yeah, just step one. People are like, hey, put Snake in. And he's like, Snake, you say? Here's Negan from The Walking Dead. Fuck off. Still just bizarre addition. Cause like, right? Because I mean, The Walking Dead was well past its prime when they announced that. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't know how long that was in the in the cooker, but... In the dev cycle. I mean, he's cool. Like, in the game? Yeah. Solid character. It's, it's neat to see him, but... Weird Yeah, you hit him with guys. a low kick and he just screams, shit! I wonder who else is going to come to Soul Calibur. Hamaru, but I also still don't get why, because they already have a samurai. I totally forgot that a new Soul, yeah. uh, new Soul Calibur came out until you just mentioned it. It's, Dude, uh, it's, it's been 20 bucks for most of its lifespan now. It's uh, it's fine. It's it's Soul Calibur. It, it, it doesn't do enough new, in my opinion. And what it does new is not great. It's weird and game changing. It's it makes it makes the skill like the skill floor and the skill ceiling both wobbly. I have not meaningfully played a Soul Calibur since Soul Calibur Two. Worth picking up or no? For twenty dollars, yes. Let me caveat this. I believe this is the only Soul Calibur I have on PC, and I believe the only other ones available are four and five. It is better than those two. Does it play as well casually as like SC Two did? Uh, I have not played a lot against humans, so gotcha. it's hard. It's hard for me to say. I will say this though: the creative character is still amazing. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah I, I, we have seen some real fucking nightmares. I am and playing some through actual trophies. I am playing out. through the story mode as one of the bloody skeletons from Castlevania. <laughs> Good way to be. I watched a guy play through it as a mummy named Kenny for a while. <laughs> like you can just do shit like that. It's it's. Like, one of the things that really caught me off guard about it is, like, yes, you have all, like, the 
you know, crazy amounts of options for anything. But even their base models, like, you pick from one of ten, like, mythical creatures. Like, you can be a human, but you can also be a golem, or a fairy, a or kappa. a demon. <laughs> okay. Like, and I, it's, I didn't know why that was there when I first fired up character creator, but I was just like, okay, I'll roll with it. And it pays off because you get, like, you, you just go on to online multiplayer and just, even if you're getting your ass kicked all the time, just seeing what people have come up with is a blast. Hell yeah. That seems like sort of the main reason to have, like, tw- okay, so 20 bucks, don't treat it like a Soul Calibur that you're going to get really deeply into. It has a lot of depth and single player uh-huh. modes and play What should and I treat it as? To treat it like a, a character creating simulator. It is Fashion Week. Every week is Fashion Week. <laughs> Which, it is now. I mean, that's kind of why I play Tekken 2. So. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. It, it's, it's not quite as good of a character creator, but you still get some great stuff out of it. Banjo and Smash. Uh, after the direct, Sakurai did just kind of a r- rundown of how Banjo plays, and he specifically gave a shout out to Microsoft during the thing, and just told the audience, "Hey, go play Banjo Kazooie on Xbox." Telling your audience to go play something on a competitor system seems like there's something more going on than just this is a fun game to play. Like I think Nintendo and Microsoft, yeah, yeah especially doing that in what amounts to a 45 minute long commercial for Nintendo. Yeah, it's a solid flex. I mean, it might just be that part of the terms of Banjo being in Smash is like, yeah, you're going to shout us out during a direct, right? That's non-zero chance. I don't doubt that at all. Well, with the Xbox Live app coming to Switch, which they announced that, I still don't know what that means. There's really no value to the player being able to see your gamer score or whatever on your Switch, unless they're planning on something like being able to stream your Xbox games onto Switch. Oh, like Stadia yeah, I don't know. for Xbox? Yeah, well, because, correct me if I'm wrong, wasn't it, uh, can't the X-Bone stream to basically any screen? Don't they have an app? Yeah, yeah, that? you can do remote play off of an X-Bone. I mean, it would not surprise cool. me if they're cooking up remote play on Switch, so you could just take your Switch, you playing your Xbox games on the Switch. I mean, that'd be really yeah, nice. My next question was, like, what fucking purpose does Xbox Live even serve that just, you know, fire up your game on Steam or whatever have you and immediately link to people to play multiplayer? What benefit does Xbox Live have that that doesn't? I mean, the dream would be Nintendo just uses Xbox Live for their online play and the actual Nintendo online service becomes, like, an add-on. <laughs> I don't think that's happening, but that would be amazing. No, God, that would A be so good. Because Microsoft, they still have the best online infrastructure. Oh, without a doubt, yeah. And Nintendo still doesn't understand how the internet works in 2020. Like, it seems like they could they could at least do some sort of piggybacking or something. Like, hey, Microsoft, can we hire you to handle, I don't know, friends lists and whatnot? <laughs> can, can you have a friends list, for God's sake? No shit. <laughs> one, that, one that doesn't require you to input a 32-character code. Because Microsoft, they're, what they're doing with their gaming division is uh, unclear right now, but there's definitely going to be some big moves made in the next generation for sure. So given what they've been doing on their enterprise side, like their business computing side, I think I know exactly what they're doing. And I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I have strong predictions based on a couple of rumors and comments that uh, Microsoft devs have made over the last like eight months or so since 2019 rolled around, and E3 especially, Microsoft has been moving so many of their service products to the cloud, in particular Exchange and Active Directory, Office Online or Office 365, which is, Mm -hmm. sure, whatever the name is, and Azure AD, specifically don't matter, but it's cloud-based as opposed to to central server-based. Point being is this, is they are going to bust the Xbox out, like use the Xbox branding, for their cloud-based gaming service. I sincerely believe that. So Stadia exists in the wild now. You can see part of what Xbox is going to be doing in what Stadia is doing now, which is just, you know, streaming a game from 
some central server somewhere to your device to play it. We've had the conversations about, okay, is this going to feel good? How bad is input lag going to be? What happens if I'm on a connection where it's a fast connection with poor latency versus what happens when I'm on a slow connection with great latency, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, what I'm expecting to see is Microsoft splitting the middle on that where they will have a solution by which you are able to stream games from their servers to whatever combined with the current functionality that they have of streaming games off of your hardware to your whatever and bust that out to where it will work if your Xbox is not on the same network. Because right now, if you have an Xbox One, you can use your tablet screen with an Xbox app to display the video there as opposed to on your television or your phone or, you know, the TV upstairs, whatever. It's basically like the Steam Link does, but it's baked into the Xbox. And I I fully expect that they are going to have the option of, would you like to, I want to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Okay, would you like to play Assassin's Creed Odyssey running it on your hardware streaming to your device? Or would you like us to use our hardware and stream it to your device? I also genuinely believe that there is going to be an Xbox 2. I think it's just going to be called the Xbox. Um, And they might change the logo for it, like for the device itself. But uh, it will be a closer to a Steam machine than the Xboxes we've known so far. But with that same sort of hybridized design between streaming remotely and and like running hardware at home. Well, no, it will be it will be running completely at home. It will just be okay. streaming its video output to the device of your choice. And so it would be almost like a Plex server at that at that point. Yeah, you just you you designate this, I'm going to play the game. It's going to run here and display there. Exactly. And those those will be independent. Oh, and use choices. some kind of tunneling to get signal where it needs to be. Um, Street, oh, man. You know this this tracks because at E3 they made a big deal about the fact that they're bringing Fantasy Star Online over and they're running it on Azure, and and people were kind of like, okay, it's kind of a weird announcement. You know, uh, this what eight year old MMO is coming <laughs> over? Cool. But honestly, if you want to do a wide distribution test of your cloud services, a kind of antiquated game is a good test candidate. Absolutely it is. And I, so. I really believe that this is, this is how this is going to play out. Um, I haven't touched on the Xbox app for PC, but the biggest thing is that the Xbox name, like, disassociate yourself of calling the console the Xbox, even though the console will be called the Xbox. Think of Xbox as the cloud service, and what you will have on your, you know, entertainment center is your Xbox Plex hosted a hosting server is what you will have, as opposed to, oh yeah, this is my game console that plays video games. It's like, yes, that is true. It's the machine that plays video games. It's not like, oh yeah, that's video games. Well, yeah, Xbox will be in the same category as Steam. Exactly. That point. It, will, it will be a service exactly. provider. And what this, like, what this shows services. is like... Xbox looked at what Steam tried to do and said, yes, Steam had a good idea, and they were ahead of their time. Let's do it better with whatever tech they have. They've got great tech, and they always have. They're fucking Microsoft. They've got great tech. (laughs) And they're pulled to develop further. Like this, it, sound, this all sounds like a little bit pie in the sky as far as like remote remote game playing goes because Stadia, like nobody has an internet connection that costs south of one hundred and fifty bucks a month to to even let that run. Like I, I I would not play an online fighting game over Stadia or anything. Don't trust it. Honestly, I think we might be surprised at how well things like that work. Because at the end of the day, the actual data load is just your inputs getting sent to their servers. And in terms of the download, you're basically just pulling down a YouTube stream mm. of the game's video output. That's, I mean, if you can run a YouTube video, you could use Stadia, at least in theory. Because that's all, because like all the number crunching, actual running of the game, that happens on their giant server farms. All that you're getting back is a video yeah. feed. Now, yeah, if you're you're not gonna have it in ultra HD, 8K, whatever. But I never needed that shit in the first place. You should be able whatever whatever you can watch on YouTube. You should be able to get that sort of video feedback on your Stadia or greater streamed games. Absolutely, and for people that want that reference model uh, experience, 
there will still be hardware available in the home. Which is a critical difference from Stadia. Exactly. Yeah, Stadia is completely eschewing having a console, which if you're Google and you have, like Google has so much extra rack space sitting around, it makes sense for Google to try something like Stadia. It really does. And if Stadia bears out as a proof of concept for, yes, you can reliably play video games over a stream with the delay, they're in business. Like, that means that everyone... Everyone could handle it if in their own little my, way. Here's my thing, right? Like, we talk about proof of concept. Google is a little bit more agile than, say, like a Microsoft or a Sony in yeah. that they are willing to try things and then kill them if it doesn't work out because they have the resources to do so. They're also a newer company, so they simply don't have the bureaucracy locking it up. Microsoft wouldn't be doing this if there wasn't already working proof of concept that had been shown off at trade shows in San Francisco over the course of the last three, four years. Because there, like, there are proof, like, there are working prototypes out there and have been for a few years, but they are actually trying to put it into an industrial designed package for consumer purchase and use. I'm convinced. Like, I've gone from thinking you guys had on tinfoil hats to realizing that you just have your thinking caps on and that you just, like, read more on the topic than I have. To be completely amicable, though, my experiences with just in-home streaming have been a fuck nightmare. Like, it, it's... Getting getting the Steam machine to work properly has been pretty miserable. <laughs> just to stream from my, like, my office into my living room on video games, and it didn't work all that well. Steam Link sucks. It's bad. That's it's why it was up for five bucks. That's what I did. Whenever they were finally doing the final clearance. Finish him. Clear out. Did y'all you, did you see that? Well, yeah, like uh, during the pat, the last summer sale, or maybe it was the last winter sale, they were finally just like, okay, let's just get rid of whatever we have left, and then we're never making these again. So they were se- they seriously sold them for like two dollars. Yeah, it was shit. Awesome. I didn't see it for two dollars. Get them out of here. We're tired of paying for the fucking storage space. <laughs> Think of all we'll be saving by not owning these pieces of shit anymore. <laughs> I have not had great experiences with them because I've even I've got a small house and just streaming from my bedroom to the living room is not great. Yeah, the I mean my streaming setup whenever I'm playing PC games on the TV is I I just straight ran HDMI uh, most of the time. Like watching something on YouTube or whatever, I'll just cast from the computer on my phone to the screen. And yeah, there's a delay, but the audio's still in sync, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, for something like gaming, I actually, like, I have a physical connection and just run the input over. Because there is no way that I am dealing with, like, the kind of latency that comes with trying to do it wirelessly. Yeah, all that dumb bullshit has caused way more frustration than entertainment. When it caps at 30 frames per second and you're trying to play Super Metroid on it, love that. Love that to death. So you can't fucking uh, wall jump can't wall at jump. all. <laughs> yep. Man, it's, it took me forever just to get my Xbox controller navigating the menus right. Like, it wasn't recognizing inputs on the big picture menus. Their big picture, their consolification effort was not great. Largely flopped. Well, and there's supposed to be a big Steam update coming this week uh, that is supposed to do a massive revamp of big picture. And I'm curious to see how it goes. Maybe they'll unfuck it, but like Steam has always had issues with like UX just in general. Well, didn't didn't some screenshots leak like a year and a half ago of a proposed Steam uh, revamp, and then they never confirmed anything, and we never heard any more about it? Or were those doctored? Uh, I don't know if those. I don't know about that leak. Um, what they're moving to is almost like a Netflix style menu called Collections for Big Picture Mode. That's gotta be better. Their current like categorization system is horrible. It's bad. It's not good. Like at the all. way, <laughs> like the way you do it. It's is bad, but not good, folks. Like the fact that you can't just pull up your, you can't just pull up your list of games and put tags on them. Like you have to do it one by one. It, yeah, I, I'm. I'm not going to describe how it works here, but it is bad. Yeah, it's awful. It's like it was made by fucking aliens. And then somebody will say, "Well, you know, you can just write a script in uh, in Steam Spy to fuck you." I'm not writing. I'm not shit. writing a script to organize my <laughs> video games. That is not my goddamn job. I mean, the the story of Valve is basically you'd be amazed at how little work you actually have to put into your product when you're the biggest guy putting out <laughs> games. The truth. If Steam wasn't the only player in town, which they're not anymore, but I think that's why Steam is where it's at. Because well, why would they put much effort into improving it? People are still buying games. 
Yeah. Which is which is why there will be a bunch of games that have, like, Jim Sterling bait. They're just fucking horror shows that are... We're not going to clean anything. So they just released absolute tripe and garbage that buries actual decent releases from real developers. It's never been easier to make a video game. It's also never been a better time to be playing video games. All of these do not lead to a happy world. <laughs> if you would have told me about this situation when I was like eight, I would have shat myself. And just, what what a brave new world. And, and the problem is that we're living in the Huxley version of it, not the Shakespeare version. <laughs> I basically am immune to all the the problems of Steam, though, because I don't use it as a discovery platform, and I guess some people do. Yeah, once in a while I'll go on a little uh, so fucking trash safari. Yeah. Yeah, but I intentionally set out on a trash safari when I set out on one. I don't accidentally run into Girls und Panzer Panty Toucher 3. <laughs> <laughs> the witch-touching game. Like, you had to buy that on purpose on DS. I don't touch the store unless I've read up or watched a YouTube of a game, and then I, like, pull up Steam to specifically go buy that game and then go back to what I was doing. Yeah, if I see a publisher sale for something I have wishlisted, I will click on that banner. Otherwise, I intentionally search for everything that I am trying to buy. <laughs> it's Also, anyone that complains about the Epic Game Store in September of 2019, man, somebody change those dipes. <laughs> Gamers mad. <laughs> Fill your dipes. The notion of being upset that there's another place to buy games is... <laughs> No, I mean, you get, there's, a, there's, there's some valid criticisms of Epic's business practices in terms of securing uh, exclusives and whatnot, but just the fact that there's another store, okay, and the, the oh, you mean I have to have three launchers now? Like, boo-hoo. You fucking babies. <laughs> I was pissy about that earlier because I had to have, because I had to launch two or three launchers just to play one game. But if it's just on a completely different platform that's up on your PC, that's fine. Anybody that says that and owns a Switch and a PlayStation 4 deserves to be hit with a fucking snow shovel. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a fucking Home Alone deleted scene. Yes. Drag your ass down the street in a fucking garbage pail full of salt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not afraid anymore. I own another console. Straight up, dude. N not a big problem. Uh, man, I... Uh... I've been trying to preach the the good the good word about not buying Borderlands three at work, and that's been kind of fun. <laughs> what kind of pushback have you have gotten? Uh, not a whole lot, but uh, I was talking to my boss. He was um, he's pretty hyped about Borderlands three, and I'm like, did you hear about the time that Randy Pitchford left a USB full child of child porn at the Medieval <laughs> Times in Dallas, times. and his eyes got super <laughs> wide, and he was like, what? And I was like, he's like, wait, wait. Who wait? If Randy Pitchford, he's from Borderlands, right? I'm like, he's the guy that runs Gearbox, and he was like, no, and his eyes were like saucers. And then I see him look at his computer and start typing, and then I see his eyes get super wide. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, dude, don't, don't buy it, seriously. Oh, oh, yeah. There's, there's been no no end of, like, trying to interface with these people. And there's also, um, there's a gentleman that I work with who's a younger, he's like 20 years old, 21 now, I guess. It's kind of a weird window into, like, younger gamer culture, I guess. Whatever you want to call that. Fortnite. I mean, not that I can't just get that by going onto the... An actual video he's game. He's not a Fortnite guy. Okay. He plays a lot of Apex and plays Battlefield and... Uh, but, like, right. just a personal, like, personal testimony to that side of things. And I'm like, well, he seems like the kind of guy that probably says the gamer words on voice chat, <laughs> but he's never said it at work, so I can't prove that. And I don't know. Like, this is just supposition on my part. He is a perfectly nice person. Like, I like the guy well enough at work. We hope he stays a nice person when he's off the clock. Yeah, yeah. I, I hope that he, he doesn't devolve into, you know, screaming uh, the N-word like a 13-year-old hopped up on sugar bombs. The N-word, the F-slur, all the game words. All the gamer words, yeah. <laughs> the gamer My costume, my, my costume is not your culture. <laughs> we've, we've been around this stuff. Do we want to talk about um, the similarly fucking bizarre world of, of uh, Christian <laughs> cinema? Christian cinema? You mean the gal from Arizona? <laughs> yeah, Senator now. Earlier this week, Kevin Sorrow released the trailer for his latest uh, movie. <laughs> movie film? question. Art uh, project. Art project. Uh, the Reliant, a movie that 
appears to be... Okay, here's what we see in the trailer. Guys in cowboy hats and flannel shirts are caught in the middle of a black block protest, and somehow they wind up back home with guns where they're fending off black-clad... Antifa super soldiers. They, they look like Antifa. One of them has a katana. I think that's uh, Sorbo's kid in, like, not Sorbo, Sorbo, but his character's kid in the movie. Well, it's like... I'm hoping so it is. What? I cannot tease what the plot of this movie is from the trailer. Like, because, I mean, I guess, like, are they caught in the middle of a protest and they piss somebody off that follows them back to their home to try and kill them because they're Christian? It kind of seems that like, way. <laughs> like, there's a scene, like... There's a shot where a guy, they somebody throws a Molotov at their SUV, and then they hit a guy, and I got kind of a Heather Hare vibe from it. Best I can tell is that they think that Antifa, number one, are protesting in uh, Susquewicki, Ohio, because there is nothing taller than one story in any of those shots. Number two, um, apparently, they I don't know where they got these signs from, but they... They read like somebody who has only ever seen Antifa signs in shots from like Andy No like, videos. Fox News B-roll. <laughs> like the all of the protest signs, they could have just said "Blacks Rule." <laughs> <laughs> just spray painted. Where's <laughs> they're they're just like standard boilerplate protest stuff. Some of it is is slightly more relevant than others, but it's it's just there to make an appearance. Just to draw the parallel. The one that stuck out to me is Where's Our Bailout? Yes, which, precisely. Which was being wielded by people that were apparently trying to rob the business of Kevin Sorbo and pals. Which means that whoever made that completely missed the point of Where's Our Bailout. Yeah, they think they're mad at, at small business tyrants. Do you remember... I think it was during Charlottesville. There was like one of the one of the AP photographs was like some guys standing outside of their business with guns during the protest, and it became one of those things that right wingers all figuratively jacked off over because they don't jack off. <laughs> and the entire tone of the movie seems to have been built off that one photograph. Yeah, like it's like it's it's just take every uh, every guy on Facebook holding a fish in their photograph. <laughs> Who has wraparound shade sitting in his truck. Well, when they look at that photograph and they're like, Oh, I wish he would have taken that gun and killed those... Mm, those <laughs> and just make that a movie. Yeah. That, that's what this they is. They did. It's not a whole lot better than that one shit about, like, you know, those Marines that in the zombie plague and they cure it with, like, tobacco and whiskey or whatever the fuck. Yeah, range 14. That was... <laughs> So a little insider info, um, that was co-funded by this group that tried to start their own streaming service called Veterans TV that was all bullshit like that. One uh, person I served with was actually involved in the project. <laughs> she was trying... Well, no, 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 no. She's... You're not going to laugh after, after I'm done with this oh. story. Um, so she's... Uh, she was involved with the project in, like, a management role. Like, she was also still in the military at the mm -hmm. time. But basically, she was she started a relationship with one of the guys involved with it. And when it went sour, he told all the officers that she was promiscuous and up to weird sex antics. And they're actually, like, trying to kick her out of the Marine Corps for conduct unbecoming of a whatever. It's super fucked up. They're all pieces of trash. What an utter subhuman sack. Gross. Uh, that's that's the type of people that are making these sort of things. They're all just horrible. That's completely in line with my expectations. I mean, this this thing would have been all over NRA TV if that thing hadn't been... If that hadn't been canceled by Don't bankrupt. bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but, folks, this... this <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, Bungina. <laughs> You're going to have to go on Fox News now. <laughs> What's that guy's name? Bongino? Bun... Bongo Bongo? Bingo Bongo? Bongo Bongo? Bongo The guy that put the, the whole lemons in a blender and thought that's how you made lemonade? <laughs> <laughs> Y'all ever heard of getting Jesus peeled? Jesus Christ! <laughs> like, one of the, like, oh, one of my favorite, easily my favorite NRA TV bit ever was like, it's like, I'm here today to make some liberal tier lemonade, and it's just this this guy with like you know like a I don't know fuck lib shirt or whatever a blender and this bowl full of lemons, 
And he just starts throwing full lemons in the <laughs> Like, lemons and 9mm rounds. <laughs> Gotta shoot your lemonade. Don't breathe this. That, atomized, <laughs> that, that ionizes the particles in the water and makes it crisp. <laughs> this is gonna be good after the event of the big collapse is gonna happen. You're gonna get all the iron you need right out of this. The gun smoke's good for your colon. I wonder what sort of media tour this Kevin Sorbo joint's gonna get, because we're gonna get some wild interviews. With, like, Christian boy bands and uh, just weird music concerts, uh, realchurch.tv events and ads. Like, it's gonna be all over churches. Just go for it. Make a drinking game out of utterances of the phrase, the real terrorist. Man, if I was ever a Supreme Court justice, I would definitely have to uh, issue my statement on the interpretation of the Second Amendment, such that, no, nobody can have guns. Also, the Army and Marines and Navy and Air Force all have to drink psyllium husk twice a day. (laughs) (laughs) I'm more focused on the well-regulated part than the (laughs) The militia part. God damn it. They're plenty full of shit. (laughs) This, this trailer is so full of people screaming while holding firearms, and I don't know if they're supposed to be the good guys. Like That's, that's it. That's the American <laughs> id. Yeah. That is the conservative soul. Well, it's <laughs> the, uh, the, cl- <laughs> the classic conservative cosplay. Every good guy is in a flannel shirt, a cowboy hat, or both. <laughs> and and <his> whole, an <laughs> AR-15 is extremely close to hand. Uh, it starts off with a guy that appears to be shooting at God. <laughs> just he's real mad and i'm like those aren't gonna reach buddy you need uh you know that's the real plot of the movie like you know how these kevin sorbo movies go right that's the real plot of the movie is him is him coming to terms with his parents skyfather through the course of whatever's going on this one just happens to be an action movie that's a shell yeah. for that man coming to know jesus christ as his personal savior and accepting him into his heart Definitely, he'll he'll meet the the liberal atheist uh, uh, Muslim antifas that come and try to you know murk them all. And I think the daughter gets shot. God's not dead three or whatever <laughs> ended with the evil atheist college professor getting run over by a car. The most tone deaf thing they could do would be end this with them running an antifa person over with a car. <laughs> Who then converts to Christianity? <laughs> well, I was just saying, like that would be very Heather. Oh, yeah. Yeah. oh wow, shit. No, I'm like, getting extremely Heather Hare vibes from this whole thing. Yeah. Oh, we're surrounded by... You're mine, a guy said, banging on the car. A- anything to excuse the, the behavior of the fash. What was that guy's name? I don't know. Black Charger. Uh, doesn't matter. Uh, yeah. yeah Dying nameless. Like, let's say his name was Jim. Just have justice for Jim protests <laughs> outside of the movie. <laughs> extremely went to jail. <laughs> for a lie. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Involuntary roommate Don't ever. murder people. <laughs> Involuntary roommate ever. That's actually a lot of us. <laughs> I mean, on the one hand, he shouldn't be in the kind of jails that we have now. No, the, the, the jails the we have hand, now shouldn't he, exist. However. He definitely deserves to go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> go to jail. Don't come out again. Uh, t- in order for us to, to believe that you are uh, actually rehabilitated, we're going to hand you this gun. You have to try and shoot at God. Like, people talk a lot of shit, like, about re-education camps, but, like, wouldn't you want people that have fucked up and can't be a functioning member of society without, you know, breaking the law to learn new ways of doing things? I don't know. Maybe that might be a good thing? At least from, like, an emotional, like, psychotherapy standpoint? No. Also, we're taking all the college uh, books we're all out, of, here. out of the uh, prison libraries. <laughs> no, no Howard's in. No Malcolm X. Yeah, we don't want to make that mistake again. <laughs> and no Harry Potter. No Harry Potter. <laughs> I agree with leaving Harry Potter out. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I am against all, but I am against banning books except for Harry. By Potter. the time you're 13, you must have read one of these three books, and you won't shut the fuck up about it ever. <laughs> and of course, it's Gobble to Fire, that's the Half Blood Prince, and the Quran. <laughs> God, yeah, a meme where it's Anne Rand on one side, the Quran on the other, and then I'm enlightened and follow the third path, and fucking Goblet of Fire is floating above him. God. Harry Potter, orange man bad! Other girls, invents Reardon metal, takes all the billionaires to Gulch Gulch. Sounds like a Me. Gulch Grundle. 
Waltz Waltz Grundle would be a pretty good name for a character. <laughs> That's fucking t- big McLarge huge. Waltz Grundle. <laughs> Waltz. <laughs> Your parents named you after a dance? No. I named after both my grandpas. <laughs> This uh, this coffee's catching up with me, y'all. I, I'll be right back. Yeah, go mute. <laughs> go hack lungs. A pig who is fine, but imagines it's being victimized somehow. <laughs> I actually can't get it up to jerk off un- unless I think of somebody else punching out my daughter, who I definitely don't want to fuck. <laughs> wow, that was a really good not Alex Jones. <laughs> Turn of the frogs gay. Coward. One of the better Alex Jones bits, it, whenever the uh, whenever they do a reading series, um, at Red Star over Oklahoma. Yeah. They have this, like, amazing split of, like, interspersed music and Alex Jonesery and isms, God. like, wailing guitars and screeches about frogs. <laughs> AJ. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, we're, we're here. We're, we're back at a home base. We're on this close location. Still fighting a good fight against uh, the tyrannical overlord government. <laughs> in America, if you live in America, you're in America, and therefore you are not oppressed. But also, cultural Marxist college professors uh, are oppressing me and my conservative views in class. Oh, if you live in America! <laughs> you hurt my friends, and you hurt my pride. I gotta be a man! <laughs> Hulk Hogan's theme is still amazing to this fucking day. I'm just gonna watch this fucking trailer again. It just doesn't stop being amazing. Okay, I'm back. Is God good when crisis strikes? Scream! Scream with a gun. What's What would the opposite of Christian cinema be? Uh... John McCain? <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I don't know, they crash and burn equally as often. Atheist YouTubers? Oh. <laughs> Dead to <laughs> avatars. People that won't shut the fuck up about chimichangas. I feel really good knowing that my dick is six times the size of the amazing atheist. I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> Man, I, ju- I saw that post earlier, and I was like, I immediately, I shouldn't. It's toxic masculinity, but I immediately felt fucking better about myself. So, yeah. <laughs> wait, 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 a glowing inner feeling we can fucking share. What's going on with the amazing age? It's, we're, we're both hung like elephant trunks compared to the amazing, to the, to the, bleh. words are fucking hard. To the amazing, the it, amazing it, it did, Fuck. Did he have a dick pic leak or what? Um, uh, no, but he has released pictures picture? of half of his pinky. If a picture is worth a thousand words, then what's a 30-second video <laughs> Well, at 30 frames a second, <laughs> roughly one libertarian post about the age of consent. Uh, it's as long as as much time you should give these dumb shits. <laughs> True fucking story. There was a hard split, like, back when I was still going into a bunch of those videos and, and you know, yelling about Islam and stuff. Uh, like, there there came a hard left-right split, so and the right went off the fucking rails. It followed, like, Amazing Atheist and Sargon. <laughs> Carl Gone of Carl Cod. Carl Gone. <laughs> Carl Gone of Brexit. You ever notice how s- all of their names are so fucking stupid when you say them out loud? For real. E- even the good ones. Sometimes especially the fucking good ones. Yeah, I'm glad that they're pretty much all getting their asses right out of the public square at this point. Uh, there, there are a couple of, like, left ones. Um, Hugo and Jake. That Those are, you know, fucking normal. Uh, they had the Bible reloaded back in the day. Aaron Ra is is one of the guys that's decent. I wouldn't punch him directly in the fucking nose if we were to meet face-to-face. The, the religion fight is not a fight worth having. It is a red herring. It True story. It's not being class reductionist to say so, either. Yeah, I mean, I'm still... Of the opinion, people flock to religious groups because they already align with their political beliefs. Circumstance of birth, as much as anything else. I mean, time will pass and some people will leave, but it 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 is a cultural artifact. No different than what's played on the radio where you grew up. Pretty much. Largely involuntary just by the culture that surrounds you. Because again, libs are wrong and leftists are right because it's material conditions inform culture. 
and culture informed your conditions, but less so. Yeah, I don't know. Like one thing that I get wrapped up on, and this is probably for minute one twenty of an hour long podcast. This is probably not the time to get into this conversation. <laughs> uh, but the notion of culture flowing downhill from politics or vice versa is one that there's a discussion worth being had there. Like that is the most cogent concept I think that uh, that the right has ever brought to light. Hmm. And there is definitely a conversation around that specific point, not around the politics that they think that should like that they think should rule the day, because we know they're they're full of shit on that front. Oh, definitely, certainly, but not with anybody like no donuts on Twitter and and nobody with a clown on in their fucking username. Let's let's say the uh, the archons or the axiomatic polars of that would be like on the one hand Grand Admiral Thrawn, on the other hand like Pope <laughs> Pius the <III>. Third. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah that's Deus yeah, that's, a, that, that's a talk for another day that is I was gonna bring up like the sharpie thing and the fucking tweet but we can leave that for another time yeah so about another time uh, we uh, had a little band meeting uh, last week and we decided we're actually gonna split this into two separate uh, two separate shows um, so going forward Symposium here is gonna focus more on the political uh, the pop media typey stuff, more Sorbo casting. Um, Sorbo stands. And alongside it, look for Gamers Are Upset, uh, which is where we will say the gamer words and talk about the gaming news. <laughs> We're only going to be saying them in quotes. We'll be emphasizing so yeah, it will them. Be, it will give you no girls allowed. a prolonged... Oh, of course not. <laughs> no, trans or bands. Fuck off. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, keep an eye out. Um, I we still haven't decided if we're going to leave them in the same feed or not. That's I I don't know. Fuck. We'll see how know. it works. Please let us know if you fucking hate yeah. it and us. I guess yo. Yeah, yeah. If you're listening and you and you think this shit sucks, please, we'd love to know. <laughs> Anyways, have fun. Have good- don't be pricks. Have a good one, yeah. yo. Be good to one another. Be the kind of people that Mister Rogers knows you can be. Later. Late. Later. Later.